Hello, everybody. How you doing? Hope all is well. Welcome back to another episode of Shot of Philosophy. And today we're going to talk about anger. So I do think, to start off with, there are righteous forms of anger. Right? There are things that should anger us, and rightfully so. That being said, the quote from Confucius today, I think, is talking about the kind of anger we want to get rid of, the kind of anger that is not helpful. Right? So let's first say, like, when do you interact with this type of anger? What are the external triggers or external things that might provoke this anger within you most frequently? And what are your internal things, right? Your thoughts, your feelings, your memories, your visions or hopes for the future, right? That also might get you angry. Let's locate those things, right? Take a minute. Then let's think about what Confucius is offering us here. He tells us, when anger rises, think of the consequences. So in keeping in mind that we're going to briefly discuss the type of anger we don't like, the anger that isn't really truthful, isn't rational, and isn't helpful. I think what Confucius is suggesting here, right, is to kind of catch anger. So when he says when anger rises, I love this idea because it reminds me a lot of the Stoics on the passions, right? So the passions were basically negative emotions, again, unhelpful, irrational, right? So anger is something I also think for me, and I feel this to a large extent, it rises. Literally, right? I feel anger in my stomach. And then I either start to fuel it and feed it with more thoughts and more feelings that are going to encourage it. Or I kind of employ something like this from Confucius, right? I'm like, kind of asking myself, what's the point of this? What will the result of following this anger be? And I try to put that through the lens of how it'll affect others and how it's going to affect me, right? If we look at anger, let's say as something that we can turn to, to motivate us too frequently, I think the consequence is that we become angry people. And we don't want that. Right? And I think that's something that Seneca, the Stoic philosopher talks about a lot. Epictetus, you know, said to his students too, like, don't feed anger, don't give anger anything that will make it prone to its increase. Right? I think often anger clouds our judgment. I think especially when anger is like selfish anger, right? Or when, again, it's irrational and it's not based on real evidence. We're fueling something that really is not going to be healthy for us. And we could even think too, right? What are often the consequences of our anger? Are they good? Do they make anything better? I can think of a couple situations in which anger really never is helpful, right? When you're arguing with a loved one, when you're trying to negotiate with a colleague or a coworker. So anger, I think, generally speaking, although again, there are exceptions, of course, as I said earlier, right? is something we wanna learn how to relate to and control. Now, I think like anxiety, like sadness, these are natural parts of being a person, right? So that being said, we have to relate to it. And I also think, ironically, we shouldn't try, or to the best of our ability, and once again, there's exceptions here, I'm sure, to get angry at ourselves for being angry. Because that just doesn't make any sense, right? Like we said, I think with anxiety and sadness, right? You're already anxious. Try not to get angry at yourself for being anxious. So how do we work with this, right? I think thinking of consequences is important because it might ask the important question of, you know, am I angry for being angry instead of trying to understand and learn why I might be getting angry? If the consequence is that I'm stressed out the rest of the day, if the consequence is that I fight with my loved one instead of hearing them, 
and we make no progress. And every time this comes up, one of us or both of us gets angry and we get nowhere. We want to work to control the anger. So I've worked with clients on this. And I think, you know, as I often do, we try to think maybe about how the mind, the body, and the soul all connect. One of my favorite stories was with a student, actually, who, when we talked about anger, how to control it. We use this quote again. Well, what usually happens afterwards? Was well, that desirable? Typically not. Okay, let's work backwards. How do we prevent this? Because now we know it brings us to a place we don't want to be, right? So let's start seeing, let's say, the different symptoms of the anger. And the student exhibited one of them really nicely because they totally didn't even notice they were doing it, right? I called them out on it. He was talking about anger. And I guess unconsciously, his hand started clenching. And I was like, look at your hand. And he's like, what? I was like, you're making a fist right now, right? Because anger, again, it rises up and it kind of just starts and gets us moving, right? We have to be aware of these things. For me personally, I hit traffic a lot. It's what it is. I spent most of my adult life in traffic. Um, what do I do? I start getting angry, right? Instead of shifting my focus to putting on some music, shifting my focus to um, what I might do when I get to the place in a positive sense, right? I start focusing on the obstruction the traffic, right? And I start telling different stories. I'm going to be late. That's going to be a problem. I'm wasting time. I start taking the whole event too seriously. The event being traffic, right? I start getting angry. What do I start doing, right? I start cursing. I clench my teeth sometimes. I let myself get frustrated, right? Instead of working backwards, okay, I'm feeling angry. Well, let me make sure I don't start yelling. Let me make sure I keep my body loose. Let me make sure I, I shift my focus. Let me make sure I don't start focusing too much on what's going wrong with my thinking. Maybe let me call a friend and just make small talk. Let me call a family member and just do something else to divert my attention and to not feed the rising up of the anger. Whereas my student was so unconscious about it, his, you know, his body started changing as he was talking about this emotion. So we can work to become more aware and more conscious of once again, to Confucius's quote, right? Even the smallest consequences of our anger and work backwards from there to prevent the rising up of the anger. Because it's normal, right? To feel angry sometimes. But if we feed it, it becomes a habit and we end up being angrier than we should be. So where does anger put us? Is an interesting question. How do we once again observe that, try to understand those things? So we understand where anger starts and understand where it kind of ends. And then we could kind of work in, the, in these middle moments to prevent the rise, right? For example, when I get angry with, with my loved ones, I start raising my voice. Well, when you feel your voice starting to get loud, we have to be in tune with that cue. So we can lower our voices. Once again, another suggestion here, I work with clients. Breathing is great here. Going for a walk is great here. Saying to the person, look, I don't want to have this conversation with you and I'm not calm. Give me a minute. And hopefully they're, they're respectful of that. And that can be habituated. And then we learn to let cooler minds prevail by leaving the situation. We learn to let cooler minds prevail by leaving the situation, maybe writing our thoughts down so we don't forget them. And then coming back in 20 minutes or an hour or even the next day. Anger is something I think generally we have to watch out for, something we want to learn how to relate to calmly. And I think another maybe bigger conversation might be why. Right? Why do these things anger me? What maybe you know is the underlying cause of this anger that I could address so this no longer triggers me? So that question also sort of means 
Where does this anger come from? Why do I really get angry at traffic? Well, because it's wasting time. Why is that so important to me? Because time has to be used productively. Does it though? And why do I feel that way? Why can't I sit in traffic and listen to some music and just enjoy the song more? Right? What in my brain or in my soul, let's say, in my mind, triggers that anger so much? Where other people, I've seen them sit in traffic, it doesn't even bother them. Right? Maybe I talk to those people, learn a little bit about their perspective on time. Maybe I employ the stoic idea of a morfati. Look, I can't control this traffic. It is what it is. I can either make peace with it or I can get angry. Which one is better for me? And not only that, which one is better for the people that I might be going to meet? If I walk in a little bit angry, will that make me more easily aggravated? Yeah. Is that a good thing? No. Once again, walking through consequences, learning from other people to work on controlling the anger. Hope this was helpful. Thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you soon.